Hello again. Welcome back to the deep end. Week 15. Lots to talk about. No particular waivers to grind. We'll talk about whether we like that we don't have to do that this week. I sort of miss it, but it's all rainbows and unicorns uh, for these two nights without having to sit there and punch in 70 different bids or 700 if you're Adam. Mike Shope with Adam Krautwurst. We've got our head-to-head FFPC Football Guys Championship to recap. Adam runs the computer, so that'll be short. Uh, and then also we'll talk to Louis G about Week 15 playoff lineups. Thanks for being with us. This is The Deep End. You're probably too young for this, but when I was just getting into sports, uh, I remind, I'm remembering this now, looking at myself in this on this screen. I've got a black shirt on with that red background, background so it looks almost like it's just my head levitating. On the, <laughs> the, the old Cubs, so all the other teams had like a team picture on baseball cards, but the Cubs just had their heads. I never, I was very into collecting, again, even as an adult, but I never figured out why that was. But I think you have a picture of that, the, the Cubs... Like 1978 tops baseball Cubs team card. Throw that up there, Adam. You have that on the shared screen, I think, right? Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah, there it that's is. what I look like to myself without the Cubs hat right now. <laughs> just I'm just a one of those floating hat. Just a floating, you know, Fergie <laughs> Jenkins head. So or, could so does that mean you're one of these um what are these things called? <laughs> these these collectibles and these what, what are they called? These, Am I an NFT right now? Yeah, you're a digital collectible right now. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe I am. What are well, you worth? Sensational. Oh, that is that is the question. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, no, not, not, not yet in all seriousness, last week was the debut of the Helmet of the Week portion yeah, of yeah. our show. And I had a Jerry Rice helmet because we I missed that opportunity when Billy Muzio was on from San Francisco. So I'm looking at my... Super Bowl MVP helmets today. Like, who do I want? Well, the Heisman Trophy was this week, and two quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl and the Heisman Trophy. Okay. And one is this man, Roger Staubach. Ooh. I don't have a story about him, about whether he would sign his name or anything like that. Me, me, me either. But Super Bowl six. the other is Jim Plunkett. I guess I could have picked Jim Plunkett, Adam. Sorry if. You would have preferred. My father it. was a my father was a huge Jim Plunkett fan. Fred Fred Belitnikoff, that whole Raiders squad. Why did he like Plunkett? What was it about him? I, I think it. I I don't know. I think it actually. I think it was more of a Belitnikoff guy. I think it was the okay. Long, he had long flowing blonde locks. Is that is that Belitnikoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my dad used to have it, and then you know he's a Krautwurst, so you know all this hair fall out of his head. So that's how that's <laughs> kind of like, kind of like a, a Cole Beasley by appearances. Blitnikov, super skinny. He was a Super yep. Bowl MVP. He's over there. Well, there we'll always go. be a week behind on, on Helmet of the Week. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you uh, tell the story of our football guys final. Yeah. Well, yeah, the much, the much anticipated, you know, with everything <laughs> going on this weekend, people were, uh, so we put up that, that poll and I got crushed, you know, for, uh, for uh, us competing head to head in our first ever head to head football guys final, and uh, you know my team put in a good effort, one forty seven, not bad, not bad. Uh, but you, your guys came to play, one hundred eighty four from the the hikers, yeah. uh, Hunt, Hunter Renfro, shades of Fred Belitnikoff, yeah. you know, 
Um, yes. And uh, yeah, you were, you were definitely, I, I thought you were the favorite going into it. So did the rest of the Twitterverse. And, you know, Emmanuel, I was forced to start Emmanuel Sanders. He stunk and got hurt. Uh, Jalen Guyton was a nice little uh, uh, pickup for me. He he showed up. My team showed up. 147 from a team missing all the talent it was missing. I started the wrong quarterback by two points. That's okay. But, yeah, your guys, uh, Renfro, Eckler. You know, Renfro's a number one re- receiver over the last three weeks. Uh, James Connors, Ben, that was your boy. It was just fitting. Your boy, James Conner, this was kind of where he was birthed into the portfolio. Yes, it, it, that's right. That's was right. on this night. So for him to thir- – a 33 spot. Um, and uh, good, good good for you. Congrats. You earned it. You were you were the number two scoring team all year. And look at you with Gabe Davis. Just not, Now looking at your bench, Gabe Davis looking good maybe these next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, Hot, didn't even get to play Hawkinson. So very, very, very nice. How do you, how do you feel? Is this – does this feel like something significant? Because this was the league of death here. It does. It does. I like that. I like so many things about this. You know, it was sort of my idea that day. You guys all could have also drafted, but I had the idea, let, let's do this tonight. And then you and several other guys we know uh, jumped in, including Louie, who will be on with us, and uh, Guilds, who I got to know, and Abib, who we got to know, and Jay and Scott, like they were all in this field. And so I, I knew like it was the best of the best, really. I mean, a lot of the best of the best. And then um, I made fun of myself all year for having Brady and Prescott, right? Worked out beautifully. It did. And, you know, I, I love that I was able to compete with you and these other guys and, uh, and come out on top. It, it's very rare for me to win a Twitter poll when the people <laughs> voting know me. And somehow in fantasy, it's a little bit of an easier path. So... I was happy to win that. Uh, Connor, without Connor, it would have gotten interesting last night. You had Stafford and Cup going yeah. against me, but Connor sort of, I didn't watch the game uh, last night, but it sort of made it easy. Yeah. And um, this is one of my, this is one of two football guys' wins I have. I had four teams and two won. Very, so, very nice. And then a, a team lost in the semis. Uh, so I'm very excited about this year, and this one is a big part of it. So thank you. Yeah, no, this was this was fun. Well, I I want to try to now that I'm thinking about it, I want to try to run. Let's run it back again next year, Memorial Day weekend. Well, same yeah. same crew. Let's get the same crew. I of course. I mean, I, when you win, <laughs> you have to accept those kind of challenges. You always you can't just right. sort of leave the table. You have to you have to be willing to take the rematch. Yeah, and I would be very happy to do that. So uh, that was good, and we'll talk about some more of our results here through the night. Louis will join us. Louis G. Uh, first, a pot roast update. Got to have the pot roast update. You got to be, you got to be cognizant with pot roast of whether your kids are going to like everything in it. I mean, it's, it's a little bit. It seems like it should be an easy one, like a meatloaf, right? Because it's meat and gravy and okay, some carrots, right? But still, sure. uh, it feels like it's in the meat pot roast. <laughs> it says post roast. Uh, <laughs> It, it should it's been post roast. roast oh no post roast. no Not it should it, it, it's okay it should be in the same uh category as meatloaf i think but i don't know there's something maybe the something about the gravy or the i don't know what it's, it was not as popular so you know try try that one you know see if the kids want to eat the leftovers before you go and make three pounds of meat and use up your <laughs> entire pantry and fridge for uh, what you think will be a win with your children 
Well, listen, try the post roast next time. Maybe <laughs> maybe yeah, my kids work. would have preferred the post roast. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, so uh, there's the pot roast update. We talked I about the it. deep end finals. We'll do much more FFPC recaps, lineups, and so on. Uh, the Scott Fishbowl. Scott was on our show more than a month ago, I think, maybe. Yeah. And you noticed that you and I are both through. We both had to work for it, making the playoffs to get to week 14. And then this was a tough one. I mean, this is top 10 out of 35 or so, depending on how many extra bids went to your conference. There were two – do I want to say the whole thing? There were two buys per division. So the, the top points team and the top record team did not have to compete in week 14. Okay. You and I were in that big group underneath that. So we got a chance. Yep. And um, your score for the, your average for the regular season plus your week 14 means uh, that's your number for this week. Top 10 out of whatever, 35, 36 go through. And there we both are again. Squeaked it. I squeaked in by, you know, what is it? Nine points. Like that, that was, nice. and I'm glad you could explain that. Cause I literally have no idea. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to find, I didn't even know if I made the playoffs last week. I'm trying to find it. I find it. And then I'm like, do I, you know, and then I thought I had a buy for some reason. Cause when you go to look up your score, it says buy next to it, but that's the team that you're playing is on a buy. So I'm right. like, Oh, and, and then whatever. But uh, then I was able to find, you know, I had to go, there's probably a way better way. I'm sorry, Scott. I don't, make it, don't want to make it sound like uh, there, there's probably a way better way that I was doing it, but I went through every single conference to find. And finally, I think it was number 13 or something. Uh, I found awesome. out and you, you were there. I, that's, that's sensational. The same one. So what, so what happens now? Explain to me. Okay. So that was, you have two teams from every division. Yep. Which is eight per conference times 15. So 100, okay. 120. What did I say? Eight times 15. I don't, I don't uh, know what that is. Times two, whatever the number, it doesn't matter. It's 150 minus times two. 30. I don't know. Maybe something like two that. Team, Two teams from each division got buys, then 10 per conference, which is eight divisions, Okay. graduate from this week, including you and I. That's what we're looking at right here. Okay. So now week 15 is the 16 teams that had buys in the conference, Okay. plus the 10 of us, 26, competing okay. for 10 spots. Okay, so we, we got to be top 10 out of 26. Top 10 out of 26, advanced to week 16. Does anything that we've done in the past matter? No, not anymore. Okay. Beautiful. It mattered in week 14. There's average. Yeah. But it does not matter anymore. So now it's 26 for 10 spots in each conference, right? Okay. Then week 16 is one out of 10. There's a conference winner. So the top 10 play in week 16, only one moves up from there. And then you have the 15 conference winners play in week 17 for the whole thing. Oh, I so it's hard. I mean, the odds are against you. They have to be. There's so many teams. But from week 14 forward, you're always in. You're always in tough. I mean, it's a. It's 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 hard yeah. to win. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, sure. Well, sure. Uh, but I, I. This is my third year playing, and I've made the playoffs all three. Um, I think this is my second time going to week 15. It might only be my first, but I think it's the second. It's going to be hard from here, but better odds. 10 out of 26 is better than last week. Oh, sure. And it'll be better than the 10% the following week. Oh, my. What? Jake you from. Have Jake from State from on this on this squad? Adam, it's the same thing two years in a row. Mahomes what am I looking at right now? I know. I know. Well, if you're looking at a 
pretty good squad, but doesn't <laughs> might not. You know, it's lovely on the inside. It's it, the beauty is on the inside. But good. Mahomes at one hundred and one, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I've just left quarterback alone. Hunter and I have, Renfro, I have used man. all the Hunter Renfro, James Connor. I've used all the uh, the Flacco's and the PJ Walkers and the Mike Glennons to this point. It looked like Brown was going to start, but then he didn't. So, you know, Mahomes is kind of going alone here, like playing yeah. uh, euchre. Going alone. Playing euchre, going alone. Oh my God, he hasn't I even been good. There, I mean, a lot of those weeks no. were like zero or one or two. I mean, incompletions count against you. So Mahomes hasn't really paid off, but we're still winning. Yeah, no, good for good for. Let me let me go see here. Uh, I think you'll probably well, I mean, you'll you'll recognize some of the names on my team here. We got we got the Matt Stafford, Cooper yeah. Cup, Mike Williams. Same old story. Every I started Ryan Suck. Did you start a kicker at all this year in in Scott Fishbowl? I don't think I might have once. I I we had a team in our division that drafted seven yeah and i lost to him he played four against me and i lost to him it was a tribute to his father i believe i read up on it wow uh, so you couldn't be mad it was happy i was happy he beat me but it's an adam special williams and cup and stafford that is an adam crower that's special the, that's, that's a deep the end. adam crower special so deep deep uh, end special all the best ball all my best ball teams look like that so uh and speaking of best ball i actually advanced in uh, one of my three uh, best ball tournament teams for FFPC, so that that'll be fun. That'll, that'll be a fun little little ride here for uh, for a hundred grand. Hope hopefully. That's playoffs so, now. Playoffs started last week. Yep, yep. It was right. the top. They they re they re leagued them, regrouped them, and the top three advanced. And I had uh, a number two squad. Uh, uh, so that'll be fun, but um, for for sure, it's all happening. It's all happening. It's so fast. Now, on a on a darker note, yesterday, I get the text from you. Oh, my God! Tyler Higby is not playing. I don't. Just... If you want to, if you want to go political, I'm not going to get in your way. But he, <laughs> he did not have COVID. He was reactivated today, but he was not allowed to play. And so, you know, I want to be. My, I'll just say quickly myself. I sort of want to be trusting. I want to. Give the benefit of the doubt. I know it's the real world, but I feel like there's on some level there's a righteous effort. But it does get pretty silly and pretty convoluted sometimes. And Higby just sort of got washed out. And in FFPC, there's nothing you can do about it without somebody on your roster to go in. It's the Monday night game, and you were down by point two, point, a, point, point three, point three, point three in a final and stuck. Point three in a football guy's final and stuck. Tyler Higby. Um, I mean, yeah, it's and I kind of think I said it in the where I retweeted it. Like I just don't. So about a month ago, I was I was at Draft Sharks headquarters watching uh, watching football games on on Sunday four TVs and it got the COVID thing got brought up. I forget who we were talking about. Jared Smola said, "Oh, so and so isn't playing this week because he has COVID," and I said, "Does he?" Like real sarcastically, and I got laughed and yelled out of the room. Oh, mm. there's no way the NFL they've got the proper protocols. There's there's no way that a billion dollar business would would screw that up. Like it, it was the most. I, I accepted their apologies yesterday because we have a player that didn't have COVID that had that was vaccinated and had what two negative tests after his positive test. Yep. Like, what are I just don't know what we're doing. Like, what are we, 
what, what are we doing now? But again, I don't need to get into all that, but I'm just wondering what, what do we think the FFPC or any tournament moving forward? Like, what can we do about stuff like that? Is there a, is there a, I don't know. I feel like there's gotta be something maybe moving forward, like an emergency COVID spot or something, because you've got teams and, you know, I'm sure I wasn't the only one. And, um, there, there just has to be a way. I mean, kind of on a side note, this, this main event and this football guys, a half a million dollars is going to be determined by who has the the team that does not have COVID. Like uh, there's like 70 guys that have COVID today. Like it's just, are you going to have a roster uh, for three, for, for three weeks? Like, it's just, it takes, it takes a lot of the fun out of it. It takes a lot of the skill out of it. It was never that fantasy football was never this hard. Now you've got to back up to the backup to the backup. And so I just, I just don't know what the answer is. It's just, it's unfortunate that it goes down that way, but I think there has to be a better, uh, a better way. I, I, and I don't know, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I I think everybody's trying to learn that and figure that out at the same time on the fly. You know, can, can you get the practice squad player elevated to the roster that nobody would have already been rostering? Can, can you get, do you get five points if that happens, you know, which sometimes might be enough and, or not, but at least when it's so close like that and you're so likely to win, you don't get stuck. There's not an easy answer for this. The FFPC playoffs might be determined by it and the Super Bowl. who knows, but I, yeah. I wonder if the NFL will stop testing. There, or at least as often. Now, in baseball, that was accused when the tests were piling up in, in the middle of the season, July, August, and teams were starting to have a tougher time keeping up. One of the players said that they stopped, you know, it just pulled back because just like we learned last year, I would say anyway, this remains to be seen, but I think the games are the number one priority more than anything else. It's still, that's the business they're in. So I, I think they will play. I think, you know, at the risk of being too cynical, if a player has COVID and he's a key player on a, on a team in the championship game or in the Super Bowl, it won't come out. Um, yeah. I think that's going to win the day. So yeah. And, and, and listen, I'm not even, if a guy has COVID like fine, like I don't know why they're, they shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't be testing vaccinated players anyways, but whatever. Like, but if a guy's got COVID fine, like keep them away from people, whatever. But when the guy doesn't have COVID, he tests negative. Like I just don't understand two years into it, what we're doing. And I think I was naive and I think sites were naive that to think that, that this was just going to, Oh, it's just going to fix itself now. Like it's just the COVID it's, we're two, because we are two years into it. Oh, it's just, there's no, people aren't going to, there's going to be no outbreak or whatever. Like COVID's gone now. And now here we are the most important weeks of the season. And it's the worst. And it's like, man, we've got no backup plan. It's not like home leagues where you can pick up players it's 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 really difficult and it's really frustrating for people who play uh, for a lot of money who lose because of literally because a guy they decided one day he had COVID and, and they found out that he didn't. It's just it's so, so super frustrating. At the same time, I want to do my part in the discussion for what we do about it to best optimize the game and Correct. also if it's not contradictory, except that there is so much randomness in it anyway, that I, I don't want to lose sleep over those kind of, I mean, you, if you're in the final of point three and you, the guy gets pulled away from you, I mean, what was going to happen without pre COVID, what was going to happen to cause that? 
Like, was he going to get hurt on the way? He wouldn't get hurt on the bus because it'd be more players. You get hurt on the way from his room to the bus, sure, or something. Yeah. Or in and I had a situation. I was thinking about. The, I was thinking about that exact thing today. I had a situation a couple of years ago, the year that Cam Newton got in that car accident, and it was during the playoffs. So there was no more waivers, and I'm like, oh my god, like, you know. I, I think maybe my backup was already had gotten hurt. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have a main event team with no, or a football guys team with no quarterback. And I think he ended up playing or something. But like, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of, like a midweek, uh, you know, car accident during a, a a week where you're not allowed to do to, to do waivers. But like you said, yeah, other than that, like, it's just, it's such a bizarre, it's such a bizarre thing. Never does an episode of the deep end go by without some reference to Cam Newton's heroic greatness. <laughs> it had to happen. Let's welcome Louis G. Louis and I are partners on two main event teams, which both won automatic bids into the sprint. And one is a league champion. One is a runner up. That team am scored. I bringing, am I bringing Lou in? Are we bring it in. Please do. Yeah, please do. It. Let's do like it. That, hey, hey. That, that team yo, scored. Yo. The team scored how many points we lost? 160? 163, wasn't it? I mean, it was it was a good score. Uh maybe it was just 160, but yeah, we uh we put up a really good score. It just uh some bad luck there. Jamar Jefferson, Adam, not quite the same as your problem. Although Jamal Williams going on COVID was a part of that. At least it was just not like the morning of, but sure. We we had Lou, I mean, it was Pollard. Ingram, Tevin Coleman. We had a couple of deep handcuff guys that we swapped out for Jefferson and Austin Walter, neither of whom either scored a point. So we were really stuck there. If Pollard, he's the one, like if he had played his normal game, maybe we get there. I think we lost by like 12. Yep. But, I mean, uh, that's the normal Pollard game, right? Like five for 45 and, you know, maybe 50 yards rushing or whatever. I mean, we, we uh, we probably would have had it with the Pollard game. Uh, what a game, you know, all together that was, and we kind of came back there towards the end. But um, mm-hmm. uh, that team's that team's a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, we can get into lineups there. That might be fun. Before we do, I want to ask you guys both. Both of you have more experience in this <laughs> than I do. We were just talking about the COVID roller coaster here, Lou. Like, how much tougher, if at all, was this year than a normal year? I, I I did uh, the worst part about being a stand-up comedian is being in the green room and not being able to to jump in <laughs> when there's something good. And I, I I wanted to jump in during that conversation, so I'm glad you're bringing it up. I mean, here I, this is going to come off as like uh, I don't want it to come off as confrontational towards your points, um, but but to hear I I my whole thing is that anything that 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 makes it more challenging which covid did let's not and let's not face or let's not try to hide the fact that it's making it challenging to me i want that especially to the guys that have four or five times my my volume of playing um, because they're not going to be able to keep up like i can um, i have a, a resume of 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 teams that i know i'm going to be able to keep up with and that I'm going to be able to adapt. You and I had a couple of these situations, both in the main, where we were like, we didn't start Beckham this week because it was a coin flip. And I said, I don't want to, you know, we, I don't want to make the wrong choice. And then we show up Monday and a COVID thing happens. Now here I am 24 hours later. And, you know, we, we, we maybe dodged a bullet. I mean, obviously had a good game, but we, we got a good score. It just, these things are things that, are you you hit on it mike like there's randomness already in the sport 
and 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 us playing like i want to take advantage of that um and i know this is just a messed up situation here with with you know how much of a social aspect it is so people are more opinionated than anything but to me i'm just trying to make myself a better fantasy player around it and it does change the way um you you do plan for these playoffs uh we talked about this earlier but i i think something that wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea COVID or non-COVID is if the FFPC maybe extended the rosters for just the playoff teams that last week. So that last week, I'm not saying, you know, all the other players become available or anything. It's just, if you want to build three or four extra handcuffs somewhere, I think that would be better just for roster build. And also it would, it would change the way you would spend your fab throughout the year. Right. So it would add a whole nother strategy to it. So there's things I think that could do, but it's 100% been challenging. Well, yeah, I, I don't mind a, not I don't mind. I love a good, honest, fair challenge um, that you can, uh, I guess, strategize, but it's with the COVID it's, it's completely random. It's completely, it's not, you know, there's no, position it's not like running backs who get hurt more it's no position it's no there's literally it's completely random and you can't back up every player you, you can't back up every player three or four times like you know it's just so it's it's just i mean it, it's not the end of the end, end of the world but it it i just feel i honestly i feel like this is just i have, this, I have, a, I have a pit in my stomach i feel like this is just just the beginning we have three weeks left where all the money's being played for, and I'm mm-hmm. and I just have a feeling it's it's the beginning of the end where people are going to have they can barely start rosters, and it's just going to be the person is going to win half a million dollars because their guys didn't get COVID or they got them on days where they could put guys in. It's just it. Listen, I understand the strategy of okay, let's lean towards our Thursday night guys, that, and that went into my strategy last week. I started a Chase Claypool because I don't know what's going to happen with Sunday and Monday guys. Now that was more injury related than it was COVID related, but sure, like I get that. But there comes a point when there's no roster spots left, and you've only got you know, you've got two tight ends or three tight. Ends. It's just you can't carry enough players to be able to say okay, now everyone. It's an even playing field. Everyone can cover for their COVID spots. And it's just, it's, it's just frustrating. Like if like, like, am I supposed to draft guys that don't play Monday nights during COVID season? Like, what am I supposed to, you know what I mean? Maybe sure. You know, you know, that, that was, that's, I think Louis Beckham point. Um, But tight end is harder. Like if it's Beckham, you're, you're likelier to have another wide receiver. I mean, I appreciate Louis uh, saying he didn't want to, he started by saying he didn't want to be confrontational, but. I think what you really want to say is, Adam, you should have had a you should have had a backup plan. You should have had. Sure. Right. Going, I don't know. Uh, I'm, t- I'm, I'm now I'm now saying that Louis meant that, and he's not even he's not even saying. It. <laughs> Did you have another tight end there? Um, honestly, I don't even want to go. No, not for Monday. I'm sure I had not for Monday. One. Not for Monday, but not. For, I'm sure I had another tight end. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go look it up. Hold on. But there is. We've talked about it, and you just mentioned it. It's 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 right. COVID or not. Not only – there can be the value of just the information from playing a Thursday night player, but I was looking at that for this week with kickers. One of these teams has Butker and – or Hopkins, rather, the Chargers kicker, and Tucker. And I don't even know if necessarily Tucker is the higher projection, but I'm thinking if Hopkins is on the field for warm-ups, get him in the lineup because what happens if I don't, you know? It, it, it's more random in the sense that you just have no way of predicting it, but – there are 
things that happen in games that are pretty random too. And I'm sure that some of these championships have been decided by them, the end of the game lateral or whatever the, the play James is, O'Shaughnessy. Who I started against you in our game. We, took, we looked at that earlier. I, I knew you were going to say you, that. You could have done it for that reason. You were already playing against them. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know what's more frustrating, like the Tyler Higby situation or this situation here. I mean, what do we – I mean, Louie, Louis, you and I don't have a radio show where we get to bark about this all week long. I mean, and, come and, on. Well, yeah, no, that's what, that's what you want to do with your life. Come on. Yeah. Are you – Listen, I am. I don't want to because I, I really don't want to go down this road. This because I, I, my thing is, is that and and Mike's kind of made this point uh, on his show, so I don't want to parrot him. It's just he's, he's been just the. It's no, there's no, there's no conspiracy theory against the Bills. It's just there's things like this that happen in every single game, and the guys that get the call win them, and then sometimes you get the call and you lose. It, it just it. I don't know. I'm not. I it's it was horrible officiating, right? But I am way more happy with the fact that the the Bills stuck with the the Super Bowl champs. And uh, we're for those of you who are who are listening on Spotify and can't see the screen, it's Stefan uh, Diggs being undressed by a defender for one of his three. No, okay. So there's no conspiracy against the Bills. That's fine. The statistics don't say that. I mean, one holding okay. penalty in the entire season. But listen, let's forget. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. Here's what I want Mike's take on. When PFF oh, okay. grades this play, Mike, okay, and it's an incomplete pass, is that on the quarterback? Is it on Stefan Diggs? Does it reflect <laughs> negatively on the offense? Like, I need to know when they watch this play, I need to know that this is when, when Allen drops the ball in Diggs' lap and he can't get to it, how do we grade that play? I'll give you one answer then i'll give you my actual answer if you share the screen i'll show you a play that they graded i, I thought there was a lot of controversy in how this play was graded speaking of pff i mean what is happening here uh, Bob, is that, is i that, thought they were Bob ran you what is that I, I, the, he is the goat i, I thought uh, there was some good preset pre-snap motion use here I don't know how they graded this play. Mike, uh, how about the mute, mute his mic in a second here? What's going on? Next week, we need a Greg Buck clip for this game, right? <laughs> that is Three River Stadium, by the way, in Pittsburgh. In a, I mean, maybe uh, halftime of a game in the early 70s. I don't oh know. Oh, God. Listen, the PFF problem you have is going to be our undoing because <laughs> it's, up, it's up to you how to process it. But it's very useful information, and it is. I know, I know how how they go into. I mean, we talked with Sam Monson today on WGR about officials. So if you want to hear how they do look at some of that, I would I would uh, direct you there. Oh, well, I, I definitely want to hear. I'll tune in. Can I jump on one point on that though? Because this is one thing. As much as the jo I joke around with conspiracy theorists and such. I am a little surprised, and even you know, Mike, in 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 your profession, talking about this every day. I'm surprised at how little it's kind of been talked about that in a year where all these betting kind of uh, uh, partnerships are happening. It, there's all these calls coming in from upstairs. There's absolutely zero reason to use a challenge. Now, if you use a challenge right now, I just it's a wasted challenge. So they're controlling the game more than they ever have. The, the taunting calls and these pass interference calls that they really don't 
you know, have to pay for for making the wrong ones. It does seem weird. And I don't believe conspiracy theories, but the Pats are playing the Bucks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm not watching because I know that's where they want me to get to. Well, it's noted. <laughs> uh, you take you take NFL officiating seriously at your own peril. That's we don't really want interference called on game deciding plays overall. We don't really want every defensive holding penalty or illegal contact or offsides called. You end up with the Thanksgiving Raiders Cowboys game only way worse. And it just can't be that way. So there have to be different standards that are not by the rule book. This it's a contradiction that will never be avoided. It's inherent to the to the game. You have to be still at the snap. No one is literally fully still still at the snap. You're breathing. What if I see you? Oh, I mean, false start. Like it, it does. It sounds ridiculous, but the rules are written. The rules don't prohibit breathing. The rules are, you know, you have to be stationary. And there's sort of a common sense definition of that. Now that's you show Stefan takes jersey being pulled out. Obviously, that should be a penalty. I mean, you don't want my Brady argument because a lot of what he does to get calls is purposeful. Throwing underneath to Evans, and then Evans comes. You've got two. Ask Adam. You get two all-time greats, at least one, maybe two all-time greats involved in that play. They know what they're doing. So, oh, Tom Brady doesn't get penalized for that. Well, he gets more of these. He knows what he's doing, you know, and the play to Diggs, it's it's a bad play call. And the only thing you can really – you can get the catch or you can get interference or anything else, you're going to kick a field goal and take your chances in overtime. I don't know. I, I, I know I probably sound like an apologist for it, but there's only, there is a common sense limit here to what can actually be – called and we also don't want everything called i mean any sport it just would ruin it but yeah tough game i mean a lot of close ones they're bad ones i have to say yeah. it okay let's get back to the fun stuff yes so louis you and i have two main event teams that are going through um just as you guys look at our one team here squishy pairs this is a team we drafted from the outside the draft room the ballroom because i mistakenly signed us up for an online draft <laughs> after we had flown to las vegas got coffee in the breakfast area of the casino like here we go wait a minute we're not actually up there I mean, that was a tough beat right there I've at least it wasn't it. the other way mike at least it wasn't the other way around at right. least you weren't expected to be in vegas and sitting on your couch in buffalo new york <laughs> right i just i want to hear you guys on your strategy when setting lineups or even specifically that, that's last week's score. I don't know if you want that, but whether or not should, or no, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that instead. Whether or not the, uh, you know, the, the stacking and taking chances is more what we want to be doing uh, this time of year because of the fact that very few people can get up to the top, how hard it is. Adam, you want to, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, can you zoom in, Mike? Sorry, I'm having trouble. Uh, I'm having trouble seeing that. Does that work? Uh, there, there that we work? go. I love it. John, Jonathan Taylor, love that. Oh, by the by the way, just the, just the kick in the pants to the worst bad beat of all time we talked about earlier. That was my that was my one Jonathan Taylor team oh, <laughs> that wow. I was trying to get through. Come on, um, Zeke Elliott, Debo, love it. Jamar, Judy, yeah, Judy's going to be inter interesting. Um, Ayuk. Oh, we got the San Francisco stack. Hawkinson. So this is not your, this isn't your Kittle, your Kittle no. team. We'll get okay. to that one. 
Here's the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what are our other options here? Connor. Fields. It's nice to have him back. Connor. Are you worried about, about the Connor injury? A little bit. That was frustrating, huh? To see the second to last play of the game or whatever. Um, Osborne. Love, love that pickup. Did you guys start him last week? Yeah, when we started him last very, week. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Both teams. Both teams. One over Beckham and then here. I, honestly, I if Connor's healthy, I would I would look to get Judy out of my lineup if I can. Mm-hmm. Only because I mean I don't I can't see who, he, who he's playing yet. I'm not that far into this thing yet, but um see if I could get if I could get Judy out of my lineup for a for a for a Connor or even a even an Osborne, man. Osborne just looked good. You know, you know what I mean? He's looked good all year, but he finally got some opportunities. Yeah. And with Thielen out, he he should get more. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's if, exactly if he's going to be out. If he's going to be out. Right. So, yeah, what are your is – it, is this your initial gut lineup check right here? This, the, this was your first attempt? I think no. it's loose. Or no? Yeah. No, I don't think we're there. It doesn't look like it. I thought I was maybe, but maybe I kept fields. Yeah, it was. That was my first gut check. What I think, um, you know, what we were talking about is, and I don't know, Adam, if you do this differently, but where I think we're going to go or, you know, what we talked about today is I think the first week of this sprint, you're just trying to put in your best lineup kind of, you know, with the, sure. the one that you put in uh, when you're playing, no matter who you're playing, you, you know, this is your best lineup. I think you adapt to more uh, boomer bust type plays after week one, uh, when you kind of see, you know, what you need, if you need to be conservative, if you need to make up some points, but both of our teams, and you'll see the other one, have stack opportunities. It's, it was important to us. Um, where we are good here is that we have the San Fran stack, but we also have a guy like Fields on our bench that's like a, a high ceiling guy. So, you know, yeah. we could be playing Garoppolo, quote unquote, without playing Garoppolo. You, know, you play the two San Fran wide receivers and then you throw in Fields with his high ceiling. I mean, we definitely have. Um, I mean, Judy is the guy you just were down on. I I love him because I think he's any game where he can, you know, get you that 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 huge game. So I think this one here, I mean, Hawkinson's had the quietest like tight end three season um, in the world. <laughs> I mean, people people are like down on him for some reason. He's tight end three. Um I think he's got a lot. Mike doesn't love fans, um, <laughs> but I'm gonna. I might get him back in the lineup here. It, it, it all just depends. We we backed up, backed him up with Albert O last week, and Albert O out, even outplayed him with fan fully healthy. So um, at least we have that. Um, you know, we have that safety valve in case of COVID, Adam. You know, that's how we we. We're getting rude. Rude. It's rude at this point. <laughs> well, um, one area where Louis has been an especially strong partner is just you hear now, like get the the handcuffs two weeks out. You know, look two weeks out, look into the future. Justin Jackson was his idea week before last. You know, Eckler is banged up and it's late in the season and he's been hurt before. So, you know, we're carrying this receiver. We had a couple good receivers on this team that. Bateman was cut, I believe, off of this team. Like, yeah, we we cut players who were pretty startable. I was hanging on to Nico Collins all year. 
And I, I think he's going to be their number two receiver and probably re- pretty good in the future. But, you know, the, the, we agreed that that was a higher priority. It was a player like Jackson who could conceivably start this week for us if Eckler doesn't go. I mean, that's possible. Um, yeah, I don't love I think, three quarterbacks, but it'll it'll work. It'll do. Well, that's uh, that's a COVID thing for sure. Definitely. I mean, three. If you can fit in three, that's that's great. I think two. Also, with the Chargers situation, is I looked at a couple teams. It's first of all, it's hard. Like you guys know, on really good teams, like you have to find guys to drop for guys like Justin Jackson. Also, you just don't really know. Like Eckler couldn't play tomorrow and the, or Thursday, and Justin Jackson still might not get a ton of run i do like those type of plays though get handcuffs two weeks out um and those are the type of plays that win a ton of money and like 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 you said lou you know put in a nice solid lineup week one um and then and then see where you see where you stand and then that's where you kind of got to have that dfs mentality of all right who's gonna you know who's gonna have like you said justin jackson if he's the starter or who's gonna have um judy to be honest with you i mean judy wasn't didn't carry any teams to the, you know, to, to the playoffs. So there's probably not a ton of teams that have Jerry Judy. And he's a guy that if he goes off can, can certainly catapult you up the, the, the rankings. And, and let me just step in besides saying the, the, the COVID thing, which is the obvious thing there. I don't hate the three quarterbacks in this scenario so much for a few different reasons. One, we don't have an alpha, right? So there's not anybody that's just a Mahomes. The, 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 the second thing is, they all kind of fit their role here on this team, like especially in a three-week sprint. So you got Jimmy with the with the two stacks. Um, so he's he might need to be an option because we might need to go that all or nothing. You got Fields, who's like very high ceiling, but it could be a boomer bust type play. And then um and then the um uh cousins could end up being like a safe play, you know, if you wanted to get if we're say we're you know sitting pretty in that last week or something and we want to save for play uh, we could end up going with cousin so i i like i i, I strategize or at least didn't push away from those three quarterbacks because i feel like they're going to present themselves um some good options for us in this three weeks we have about three minutes left but i'll give you a quick peek of our other team here in just a moment i gotta zoom in for you and set this up this team was live drafted i mean we did go all the way there so we were able to get into one room and draft this team on, <laughs> on the Friday night. So uh, there you go, Adam, if you can grab that, you can see yes, sir. what we're looking at here. Uh, this draft started, Kelsey, we drafted third. Kelsey, Mixon, Kittle, Mahomes were our first oh, four baby. picks. Uh, our buddy Gilds was in this. Yep. Zip was in this league. Uh, Scott Connor was in this league. Uh, fun Friday night draft out there. So this is a Kittle team that still still breathes. What a great team! I mean, yeah, forget still breathes. This team is a is a team that everybody is envying. I have a team similar to this in in, in the football guys that I'm hoping that uh, it's funny. I'm, we're we're hoping Kelsey can get going right. Like that's like that's the yeah, guy we're relying right. on, and he's the guy. Like man, maybe he'll be the one that leads us. But yeah, the Kittle, the teams, the people that got Kittle through, man, those teams are looking. Beautifully got Deontay Johnson, who's a top tier guy. Um, sorry, Chase. yeah, yep. Chase. Um, Odell. We'll end up sub- subbing out Beckham this week, and then Ronald Jones has not started for us, but he's up there with Pollard. There's that Jefferson that was a zero. Yeah. So maybe uh, Gallup and Pollard go in there, or even Hardman. There's another stack potential there. So sure. 
Yeah. There's, there's life here, Louis. I this I mean this is one of I think I texted you earlier one of three teams that have Kettle and Kelsey um, left in the main. I think that there's only three teams or may, no four maybe teams that have Kelsey and Kittle. Or I'm sorry, uh, Kelsey and Mahomes uh, left. So I mean this team is really live. If it starts moving, uh, we need to figure out RB two each week. Um, you know which will be tough here if uh, these injuries stay, but. Um, Besides that, I mean, if we get lucky on that RB2 each week, we're going to run there. But the cool thing about finding that, like that RB2 is almost like that's your favorite spot to watch, right? Because that's the spot that's going to catapult you up the rankings. If that RB2 hits and you get the Kelsey Kittle hit, that's yep. what that's going to be great. So that's the fun part is watching is watching those guys. And because everyone's going to have Cooper cup, you know, everyone's going to have Jonathan Taylor, you know, like it's 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 that second flex running back. That's that, that's really going to catapult you guys up. Um, we we don't want to end up looking too much like this team that I've shared uh, right here in the corner at it that that, that team right there. <laughs> we, you, you don't want to end up looking too much. What the, this guy going in motion up here is really what's impressive. Me. What's it? What's what, this guy what doing? What is he doing? Uh, right, that I'm is the question of the night. Here. Well, hold All on, right. real quick before before we finish, some exciting news. I'm just did I miss like a a, a public service announcement or something? Main event registration lobby for next year, a $1 million grand prize. Oh, like where did, did I miss like some grand, some grand announcement or something? I didn't know that. They just went ahead and just dropped a a cool mill on us and didn't even registrations open and there's a million dollar prize. And uh, so listen, you guys can go ahead and have this half mil this year. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm gonna wait till 2022. Uh, and does go it have that. the Does it have the entry fee? Uh, it's the same, 1900. Yeah, bigger field. I mean, it's got to be a bigger field. I'm assuming it's a bigger field, or maybe who knows? Maybe they've been maybe they've been saving for the last three years, maybe uh, <laughs> to make it a million. But that's that's gonna be a fun little. Uh, you know, no no more friends now. No no more friends in the in these mm. high stakes streets. It's all it's gonna, it's gonna be Catholic. Half a mil, we could stay friends. One million, that's right. That's right. Easily, six hundred thousand <laughs> is the line. So that that, that starts May thirty first. Did that say that's, the, the signups? Uh, so May thirtieth will be Memorial Day. We'll draft our football guys team that night, and then the next night will be. No, it says July July fourth for the, for the slows. What is so. May? What is May thirty first up there? I saw May thirty first. Is that for signups? Uh, yes. Sign up by Tuesday, May 31st, and get $100 off your first team. Okay, that's what we should do. Make sure we yes. remember that when we're drafting on a Memorial remember Day. That's right. That's next right. Year. <laughs> Lou, thanks. I'll talk to you 17 times tomorrow. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you, Lou. There, there are no waivers. I mean, I kind of miss it. But then again, uh, I guess if I weren't doing this right now, I would say that I missed it because I would be, in theory, doing something other than fantasy football. But as it happens, you and I are talking – so um, you know what? Let's just end it there and come back next week. Yes. Good luck, everybody. Week 15, big one. Good luck in the sprint and in your home leagues. We didn't really get to that tonight, but uh, Adam is in the finals of the Empire Niagara inaugural season or the the right to play for the finals this week. Good That's luck right. to you. It's Ryan Mira. Ooh, I love it. He's a tough I one. Ryan and I have been going back. I think he was in my division this year. I think he was – if I'm not 
Yeah. Rock. Don't don't tell my other friends, but all the good teams were in our division this year. <laughs> uh, most most. How about most? Legal, d- division Leone, of death. Division of death. We were the group of death. Leone, uh, Louis. So yeah, that's it was right. Tough. But that's a fun one. All right, everybody, you can reach us on Twitter at DeepEndFF1. Find us on what, Adam? Spotify, YouTube, usual places. Yeah. All right. Usual spots. Thanks, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next week here in the Deep End.